Greetings and salutations. Hello and welcome to this edition of Everyday Ignatian. We always begin each episode by reciting a prayer called the Angelus. If you are not familiar with the Angelus, that is okay, because I have included the link in the show notes. So if you haven't done so already, I invite you to go into those show notes and open up that link so that we can pray together. Thank you again for joining us and enjoy the episode. God bless you all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Ghost. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to thy word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ thy Son was made known by the message of an angel, may be brought, by his passion and cross, to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. All holy angels, pray for us. Society of Jesus, pray for us. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make our hearts like unto thy heart. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hello everyone, I hope you are doing well today. First and foremost, a happy belated Christmas to all of you. I actually shouldn't say that, you know, Christmas as we all know is 12 days long, so happy Christmas to all of you. Um, I want to first begin with a little bit of housekeeping, starting a little bit backwards than we normally do. Um, as many of you know, I was not able to record last week due to uh, health reasons. Uh, myself and my family fell ill. I'm okay, my family at large for the most part is doing okay. My dad is still more or less on the mend. Uh, but in general, we are all doing substantially better than we were a week ago. So I do appreciate your prayers for that. If you could please pray also for my father and for all of us, I'll be very, uh, very grateful indeed. Nevertheless, we are here this week. And as we approach the end of Christmas, we uh, beginning of New Year's, it's important to reflect on where we want to improve. You know, the New Year is that time of the year when we really start to think about uh, New Year's resolutions, right? And luckily, Ignatius, in his letters and in his writings, uh, exhorts us and gives us some advice about how we can improve in our new, uh, in our new year. You know, because as you all know, we should never lose heart because there's always something we can do to improve. So this week, uh, we're going to be diving into really briefly three pieces of advice he gives us, uh, some from the exercises, some from his letters, and how we can perhaps incorporate those into our new year. 
So the first lesson he gives us is the concept of speak little and listen much. I'll be the first to admit that I'm preaching to myself here. I am a chatterbox. Uh, my father always told me if words were money, I'd be a multimillionaire. But Ignatius exhorts us, you know, perhaps we shouldn't talk so much, but rather we should listen more. Uh, in his spiritual exercises, number 40 to be exact, he says, and I quote, I understand a word to be idle when it serves no good purpose, either for myself or for another, and was not intended to do so. Hence, words are never idle when spoken for any useful purpose, or when meant to serve the good of one's own soul or that of another, or that of the body or that of temporal possessions, unquote. So Ignatius exhorts us that we should never just speak for the sake of speaking. We should always have uh, an intent behind our words. So perhaps that could be a great New Year's resolution for each of us. Next, he also exhorts us to, um, quote, when you say anything in secret, speak as if you're speaking to the whole world, unquote. As many of you know, my favorite movie of all time is called A Man for All Seasons. And that movie really speaks to this. And we'll see, get, and we'll link it to it in a minute. But really, that whole story is all, this whole concept is all about double mindedness, isn't it? The idea that, you know, we live in a world full of hypocrites, don't we? Think of the classic line, I'm Catholic, but. That's become a very big thing today, especially in political circles. I'm Catholic, but I'm pro choice. I'm Catholic, but I think it's okay to get divorced. I'm Catholic, but I support same-sex marriage, all of which are lies. The Baltimore Catechism exhorts us that if you deny even one iota of the Catholic faith, you cannot possibly call yourself a Catholic. Because God is truth, and truth is one, and truth is unified, and therefore, just like how God cannot be divided against himself, so too truth cannot be divided against itself. Therefore, we must either accept the truth in full or not at all. And that is, again, not me writing this, but the Baltimore Catechism. So to accept, uh, to, to be a Catholic and to, is to accept everything in full without equivocation or qualification. And, or qualification. And uh, I mentioned A Man Falls Seasons earlier. That whole movie, if you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing right now and watch it. It truly is an exceptional movie, but it speaks to this whole premise. The whole mo- premise of the movie is, how far are you willing to go to uh, hold true to your conscience, to hold fast to your conscience? How far are you willing to go to say, you know what, I'm not going to do this, not because I can't, but because I think it's wrong. And that's something I think a challenge we can, each of us can this year. That's going to be certainly my New Year's resolution, be more mindful of where my money's going and how I can be less double-minded. And finally, Ignatius exhorts us, um, saying, quote, Charity and kindness unwedded to truth are not charity, and kindness, but deceit and vanity, unquote. And this reminds me of that line from Ephesians, right? Veritatem autem facientis in caritate. In English, live the truth in charity. <laughs> Talk is cheap. We just mentioned this earlier, right? Talk is cheap. We live in a world where people say one thing, but then they do another, right? It's easy to wear that cross around your neck. It's easy to quote passages from scripture like I just did, but it's another thing to live them. And I want to bring up an interesting point here. Because St. Paul's passage, Veritatem autem facientes in caritate, we translate it as live the truth in charity, and it's true, it is. But it can also be translated as doing the truth in charity. Do the truth in charity. And as Ignatians, this is especially poignant. Because we pray by doing, workship, right? I always talk about the idea of workship, that we don't pray and then do, or do and then pray. We don't separate the two, but the two come together. They're, they're integral. They come together. And, it's, and we pray by doing. We pray not with our lips, but with our hands. And it is in our labor, in the daily tasks of our life, that we connect with the divine majesty. 
And so if we do not do the truth in charity, if we do not take these truths that we learn in catechism class and apply them in charity, then we have nothing. So let's keep that in, these in mind, of course, for 2024. Uh, this idea that, you know, we must first and foremost speak little but listen much. You know, this idea that we can talk so incessantly, but if, we do not, but if we do not actually have an intent behind our words, they mean nothing. Let us keep in mind that, yes, when we speak, we must speak as if we're talking to the entire world. Um, and, and keep in mind, of course, that double-mindedness. And of course, keep in mind that, and building off of that concept of double-mindedness and keep in mind that concept of integrity, then going out and doing that integrity, actually living that and living it in charity. So that concludes this week's edition of Everyday Ignatian. This is, again, a bit of a mini episode, but I want to nevertheless thank each and every one of you for joining us. Um, and I pray that you may join us next week because coming up, we'll be talking about the Feast of the Three Kings, uh, the Epiphany of the Lord. And we're going to be talking about these three kings and we're going to be tying in the kingship of the infant king, of course, the divine majesty himself. So it's going to be a very regal episode coming up. Um, again, if you could please pray for me and pray for my family, especially as we still recover from the coronavirus. This is our second bout with it. Um, I would be very much appreciative. And if you want to join us every, um, any week at all, we always gather here, podcast-wise, every single Friday. So, <clears throat> excuse me, every single Friday. So if you want to join us next week, I do invite you to do so. We join, again, we always publish every week on Fridays. Uh, thank you all very much for joining us. Please pray for me, and I will pray for you. And God bless you all. Thank you again for joining us for this edition of Everyday Ignatian. We always close each episode by reciting a prayer called the Sushipe. It was written by St. Ignatius of Loyola himself five centuries ago. If you are not familiar with the Sushipe, that is okay, because I have included the link in the show notes. If you have not done so already, I invite you to go into the show notes and open up the link so that we can pray together. Thank you again for joining us, and remember... Quodcunque dixerit vobis facite. Do whatever he tells you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all that I have and possess. You have given all to me. To you, O Lord, now I return it. All is yours. Dispose of me wholly according to your will. Give me only your love and your grace, for this is enough for me. Amen. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. All holy angels, pray for us. Society of Jesus, pray for us. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make our hearts like unto thy heart. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.